Greetings to all of you and welcome to session 20 of Grace Podcast. Uh, this is the digital arm of Grace Life Coaching. I'm Timothy Muse, creator of Grace Life Coaching, and I'm going to be your guide, your partner, your host as we spend this time together today. And it's really kind of hard to believe that we're at session 20. Uh, if you've been following along since the beginning, thank you for investing. Thank you for giving the time and the energy. If you're part of ones that, that are listening, I hope this is helpful. I don't know if you remember back to uh, session number one, the first podcast that I did, where I talked about, you know, that that fear. I mean, there was a fear inside of me for a long time about really kind of stepping out. And 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 I did share kind of the origin story of, of how this came about. But, you know, and, and initially, I mean, I didn't see see myself stopping by that ah, I don't know how many how long am I going to go how, how far is this going to go but I mean 20 episodes doesn't seem like a whole lot because there's a there's podcasters that out, out there that have thousands out, out but for me it is so far I mean it's been a wonderful journey so far wonderful opportunity so here we are at session 20 what a what a uh what a what a mark for me and uh, it really does feel good I, I don't want to sound like I'm bragging but but I you know I kind of am a little bit it, it really does sound good to feel that mark that 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 power that that awesomeness that that has come so far so thanks for being with me thanks for being a part of it Again, you know, you're 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 just as much of a part of it as I am. If you're listening, then you're just as much of a part of it as I am. Because if nobody's listening, I'm just sitting here talking to myself and recording it and sending it out into the internet. So, so it, it matters if you're listening to this and it's making a difference in your life. Then I'm glad for that. And if it is making a difference in your life, then please share it out there. If you think there's others that would benefit from this, then share it out there. Get it out there for the world to hear. Get it out there for others to encounter. You know, this knowledge, this gift, it's it's not something that is is proprietary. It's out there for everyone. This desire to grow and learn and be more, it's, it should be for everyone. We should all want to better ourselves. So if you're listening to this and it is helping you, it's benefiting you, then please share it. Share it on your Facebook, share it on your Instagram feed, share it out there in some way so that others can hear it and see it and experience it. Share it out there so that others can can grapple with these issues too. Because if this is where you're at, there's others that are out there with you. None of us go through everything alone. Actually, there's nothing new under the sun has been stated many times. So if we're going through something, most likely someone else is going through it. And probably there's a Facebook group for it out there somewhere, even if there's just one or two people in it. So get this out there, share it, expose it so others can see it and others can experience it. Get it out there. And if you would like to uh, reach out to me, if you're on Spotify or, or iHeartRadio, if you're on Spotify or iHeartRadio, please go to um, go to the go to the podcast. Give us a rating. Give us a review. The more that we do this, the more that you do it. The more ratings and reviews that are out there on the podcast, the more that the the platform elevates it for when there are those who are seeking something like this. So so the more you rate it and review it, the more you get it out there in front of Spotify and iHeartRadio and Amazon Music, the more there. They're going to get it out in front of other people. And I really do think that this is some good stuff that we need to get out there in the world. So if you agree with me, then then give us a, a rating and a review. And, 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 and that way, then the platform can recognize that something good is happening here and they're going to pay attention to something and do something about it. Also, if you want to reach out to me, if you want to connect with me, then you can do so through the, the webpage, uh, the website, gracelifecoaching.com, all one word, gracelifecoaching.com. It's got my contact information as well. It's got a link to um, 
some of the other content that's going on a lot of the stuff is still in process still in building i really wanted to get you know kind of like one arm up and 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 right now i'm really kind of focusing on the podcast and getting those out there because i think this is the best way for you to be able to not only get into my head and know what's going on but also then to share it with others so i would really encourage you to get it out there get it out there and and share it if you want to do some coaching work or you want to reach out to me then websites grace life to go to grace life coaching.com so there you go there you have it all right so we're going to jump in here last session i talked about um kind of the core concept of buffering and and or veiling or filtering or numbing you know i used a lot of different words because in, in a lot of ways uh there's really no one good descriptor for what i was talking about but it's really not emotional avoidance. It's really not avoiding your emotions or turning away from your emotions, but it's about finding something that only lets a little trickle of your emotions come through. And uh, so, so we buffer how we feel. We can see it, but we buffer it. It's kind of like wearing a windbreaker. You know, the wind comes in and it blows against us, but we don't feel most of it because we have that buffer. We have that windbreaker. Um, or it's kind of like you're getting your teeth worked on and you know that they're working on your teeth. The dentist is working on your teeth, but you're but they're numb. The feeling isn't there because you've numbed it. You've novocained it or what have you. So that's kind of the concept. It's not about avoiding it. It's not about avoiding it. That's a whole different concept, a whole different idea. This isn't about avoiding emotions because we know that they're there. This is just about numbing them down or buffering them or filtering them so that we only feel what we want to feel or we only feel a little bit of what we don't want to feel. That's that's the core concept. And that's how you know a lot of people live. Most people live that way. Most people live, and we all do it from time to time. Look, we all have to compartmentalize our emotions from time to time in order to do what we need to do in order to get done what we need to get done there there certainly is that and i'm definitely going to acknowledge that and own that i mean even in my own life even in my own work or you know i've, I've got to you know i got to suck it up sometimes and, and do the work even if i don't feel like it or even if there's other emotions going on that's one thing what i'm talking about is i'm talking about posture and living a life that buffers one's emotions i'm talking about living a life where one doesn't ever fully feel what's going on because once you, if, if you don't fully feel what's going on ever then 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 you just have no clue you have no concept of what your life can truly be you're always using something to buffer the full power of those emotions rather than just dwelling with them and 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 sitting in them and and giving them space so that they can be resolved and moved on i talked about this a little bit last time and, I, and i'll probably keep repeating it over and over again these things just don't go away your anger your sadness your grief your hurt your betrayal they just don't go away they don't dissipate they just either find themselves in a different form or they lay dormant but when they come up, they come up in a pretty difficult and ferocious way because they've been sitting there watching and waiting and they're called back up by something else. They're called back up by another instance that generates a similar emotion. So if we don't face them, if we don't dwell with them, they just reside in us. They do. They just hang out. They wait. And then sooner or later they pop up. And when they do, it can just get ugly. Those emotions get tamped down, pressed down over and over, strained, and then when they come out, they come out. It's not just one thing. It's five things, six things, eight things, 10 things all coming out at once. And then that's when things can get 
brutal. That's when things can get violent. That's when words get spoken that, that, that don't need to be said. Hurt gets cast. It doesn't need to be that doesn't need to be cast. So that's what I'm talking about when, you know, when I talk about this kind of stuff and that's kind of the core concept. And so one of the things I want to talk about today, you know, and, and we're going to talk about it and we'll talk about, you know, some different sections and things that that may not be um, that, that may not make sense, but they actually are. So what I want to talk about today is the buffering of yes the buffering of yes, the numbing of yes. And I'm using air quotes for yes, yes. So the word quote, yes, unquote. So what do I mean by this? What, what I mean by this is that we often as people will say yes to something, not because we want to do it or because we have the time to do it or that we agree with it, but because we don't want to cause conflict with the other person or the other party or the other entity, or whatever it is. Yes, oftentimes, is not the words used because there's agreement or acquiescence. Yes is used as a buffer, because I'm afraid that they're going to get angry, or I'm angry, or I'm hurt. And if I say something else, then it's just going to be ugly. So I'm going to say yes. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Yes, oftentimes, is a buffer word. I want you to think about you. I want you to think about your life for a minute. I want you to think about how many times you say yes to something that you really don't want to do. I've done it. I've said yes to things I don't want to do. I've said yes to things that I ultimately don't have time to do. That's different. I want to do them, but I don't have time to do them. But I've said yes to things that I don't want to do because that action is to say, I will sacrifice myself rather than the potentiality of creating conflict or dealing with some kind of anger or hurt or what have you. Okay. So yes is a great buffer. Not all the time, not all the time. Certainly we say yes to things that we want to do. Okay. Uh, and, and again, and we always need to make sure that, that, you know, as I say, I'm, I'm, I'm not painting everything with a wide brush. Yes is not always a buffer. Yeah, we don't say yes to everything because we don't want to do anything. There's a lot of things that we want to do, but there are times where we say yes, we'll do something, we'll go somewhere, we'll say something, we'll engage something because we don't want the fight, we don't want the argument, or we don't want the broken relationship. So yes, in a lot of ways, can be a very strong buffer word. It can be a very strong buffer posture, a numbing posture. You know what? I'm just going to say yes, because if I don't, there's going to be a massive explosion. There's going to be a, a fight. There's going to be conflict. I'm just going to say yes and go do it so that I keep the peace. Have you ever said that, thought that, felt that? Maybe someone has said that to you. Just say yes to keep the peace. Yeah, we've all experienced that. We've all experienced that at some point or another. Just say yes to keep the peace. Just say yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes is a buffer word. Not always, not always, but it can be a very good one. It can be a very good buffer word. I don't want to face my own feelings. I don't want to face my, um, I don't want to face the person and, and tell them how I truly feel. So I'm going to say yes. I don't want to, to, to draw my own boundaries and experience the, the, the response to those boundaries. So I'm going to say yes. I don't want that conflict to rise up inside of me. So I'm going to say yes, even though I don't want to do it, even though I don't want to go, even though I don't want to taste, even though I don't want to smoke it or drink it or buy it, I'm going to say yes, because saying yes is easier 
than facing the emotion. And that's the buffer. That's the numbing. It's easier for me to do the thing and say yes to it than it is for me to say no and then face what I have to face around saying no. That's the play. That's the buffer. That's the numbing agent in the power of the word yes. But here is, here's the play. Here's the change. Because what's the opposite of yes? No. No is a complete sentence. (laughs) I'm sure you've probably heard that before. No is a complete sentence. No is a statement of boundary. No is a statement of what will and won't be done. But no is a word that we're not very used to hearing. Um, word sets ex- word. No sets expectations. No sets boundaries. No sets limits. And we are not used to doing that. And we are not used to hearing that. Which causes what? I mean, when we get into the realm of uncertainty, we have conflict. We have anxiety. We have um, indecision. And when we start to feel those things, we want to run from them. So what do we do? We say yes. We say yes because we don't want to feel those things. No is a complete sentence. No. So when yes can be a buffer, when we experience that yes, it's like, oh, I, you know, I'm asked to let, let's, um, you know, let, let's, let, let, let's come up with a, a hypothetical and see if we can draw this out. So uh, somebody asked me to help them move their couch. Okay. And I don't want to move their couch. I don't want to help them move their couch. The last time I helped them move their couch, they spoke very poorly to me and they treated me very badly and made fun of me. And I don't want to go through that again. But here they are asking me to help them move their couch. And I either say yes and buffer and ignore what I'm feeling or maybe just like trinkle it in a little bit and let that let that little bit of energy be used to help me you know, move the couch or 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 I say no. But then when I say no, the potentiality of being confronted is there. Well, why not? What did I do? You know, and and then when we say no, that can be a that confrontational statement, which most of us don't like. So we want to buffer our fear of confrontation, our dislike of confrontation by saying yes. No is a complete statement. And if we want to use, if we want to face no, we have to face a few things. You know, there's, there's a fear of loss when we say no. Someone might go, well, well, fine, I'm out of here and never come back and talk to you again. There is a fear of conflict when we say no. There is a fear of isolation when we say no. But no is also extraordinarily freeing because it allows us to control what's going on with us. Yes is a control factor in someone else. So I'm home, I'm spending the day, someone calls and says, hey, can you help me move my couch? If I say yes, then their agenda wins. I may choose to help them and that's fine. But if I say yes, their agenda wins. If I say no, then I'm keeping control of my own boundaries, my own circumstances and my own agenda. And having control of ourselves is a really big, powerful thing about feeling better about ourselves. So, no, it does bring up these feelings, these possibilities. I mean, someone might get mad, so there might be a conflict. Someone might say something. Yeah, it's possible. It's very possible. But it's also very freeing. No is a complete sentence. No is a statement that says, I'm in control of me. And if you're, if you're surrounded by people who don't like that, 
then maybe now's the time to spend a little less time buffering emotions and a little more time questioning whether those people in your circle are worth being in your circle. Because if your no is going to create conflict, then it, then you're not going to say no. You're just going to say yes all the time. So no is a powerful way to open ourselves to really fully feel what we feel and allow those feelings to come out. Use them for a positive action. I mean, it's, it's one thing to just feel your feelings, but they have to have some kind of causal meaning or they're just feelings to feel. So you, you may say to yourself, you know, I'm not very good at saying no. I don't have a really good experience at saying no. Well, there's ways you can practice saying no. There's ways you can practice saying no. And practice in ways that not only are going to make you feel better, but have very low capability of reprisal or conflict. When you go to a restaurant and they ask you if you want bread for the table, no. No. So you're actually setting a boundary. You're saying no. And they're not going to be like, oh, well, then get out of here. Like, okay, okay, and move on. But that gives you starts to build your confidence. Would you like water with your, with your uh, meal? Well, it doesn't really matter. Yes or no? No. Okay. Because you saying no to these things, practicing your no and O um, in experiences that won't create reprisal. Would you like French fries with that? No. Uh, those are ways that you can employ no in a manner that isn't going to create systems of conflict or isn't going to to trigger any kind of emotion inside of you that you that you would want to then buffer and backtrack no is a complete sentence my friends no is complete and you have the right to say no you have the right to say no you have the right to set your own boundaries and expectations by saying no it's okay to do that it really is okay to do that and yes, there might be people that don't like it. Well, and that's okay too. They're allowed to not like it. But if you don't, if, if you say yes, because you're afraid that someone is going to feel bad or you don't want to face your emotions about saying no, then it's time to work on those no's so that you stop saying yes to things that you don't want to do, to people that you don't want to be around, to actions that you don't want to take because you're too afraid to say no. Yes is a really good buffer word. We say yes, and the people are happy with us. Maybe if we say no, they're not going to be happy with us, but maybe we need them not to be happy with us because what they're asking for us may not be what's in our own best interest. So that's what I got for you today. Power of no and the buffer of yes. I hope this is helpful. If it is, then please get it out there. Share it. Uh, share it with anybody and everybody. Uh, give us a rating and review if you're on Spotify or iHeartRadio or Amazon, Amazon Music so we can get this out there. As always here at Grace Life Coaching, we want you to be the best you. Take care, and we'll talk again soon.